So we're here. We got our Sunday update. Um, we did this all fall with the boys for cross country. Um, as we were filling out their logs, we want to make sure they understand what they're doing. So a lot of this is like the stuff we were talking about before workouts or before um, practice each day and kind of going over it. So um, go over it quickly here. This will be posted on our podcast um, each week too. So you don't have to be here. We got some people here tonight, which is fun. Um, so um, yeah, and you guys, if you guys have any questions, just stop me in the middle. Okay. Um, so first thing, and we talked about this in email and a little bit on when. Wednesday, there's a couple of people here um, in the afternoon, but um, the season has been paused. Um, and to be clear with that, that's a pause right now. Um, the county wants to make sure we're clear with that. Um, so January 11th, the goal is to be back by then with sports. So we'll go back to school to January 4th from winter break, which would be phase one still. Um, but then they'll be like reevaluating the numbers and where everything's at at that point. Um, to kind of see if we go back um, with the 11th, but they've kind of, they've already started, they've already rescheduled all the games and every, and all the meets and everything like that. Um, thinking or planning on being back January 11th. So um, keep that in your head. Um, I guess the theme is always just keep being willing to adapt, keep being um, pride, um, keep having pride in how you adapt and how well you adapt to all this guys. Cause um, I think we'd be silly to think it'd be smooth sailing between now and June, um, the end of this um, three sports seasons, right? Um, so we, no one knows what's going to happen. Right. Um, and the reality is once again, we can't control what's going to happen. Um, only, the only thing we can control is how we approach each day, right. As individuals and as a program. Um, so I asked, I got one response, which is pretty typical. Um, but I do want everyone trying to do this. Um, but, um, I want you to think about, um, kind of a reflection of your own running right now. I know, this is kind of like cheesy, but this is how Lauren's only works. Um, and there's a reason for this, right? Cause like one of the biggest things with anything in life is if you're gonna be successful, there has to be a large level of intrinsic motivation, right? And sustain success and actually have it um, be rewarding and like lead to you growing as a human being, right? And so that's the goal of this, which trying to be practicing that with this sport, right? And so um, working on like what motivates you with this sport. So kind of just quickly reflect how the last few months have gone. You could start back in March if you want, or you just start talk with this fall. And I want you being honest with this. So you can share what's motivated you during this time, um, what's unmotivated you during this time, which um, probably is a decent amount both ways, right? Um, and then maybe share what's motivating you moving forward. It might be like cross country season. It might be running a mile PR. Um, it might be um, just trying to um, have something that um, you can do each day that kind of takes your mind off stuff. Uh, it could be being top seven. Some people are going to be trying to be state champions. It might be like breaking 20 for a 5K, anything across the board, right? But um, what's motivating you moving forward? Um, and then um, has this changed because everything's paused? But la lastly, um, I want you to think about what you love about this sport. Like um, a lot of us have been forced to run on our own over this time, right? And like what about just the act of running do you enjoy doing each day? What is it about it? that like has made it a part of your routine and that you love. Um, and that doesn't mean it, you, it has to be something that like forces you or makes you do it each day. Um, Cause that's not the reality of it. But like, once again, think about what is intrinsically motivating you with this sport. And, and once again, we want this to be a lifelong thing. Um, so be thinking about that. Um, and the goal of this is like, what can we grab onto um, that will keep you motivated through the ups and downs um, of the things we can't control, right? Um, and what will get you going each day to be working towards either goals or just um, 
things that you enjoy um, that won't change whether we're there with each other or not there with each other, right? Because I think that could be very, very important. What? Did you, did you have a preference on like whether this was written or like can we do like a voice memo or something like? Oh, voice memo. I uh, um, voice memo works. Um, if you don't want to write, it's probably good practice to write though, right? Um, as the teacher and me, it might be good to like. Doesn't have to be like a well-written essay, but um, I think just like reflecting with thoughts on written, right? Resin, Apple Cantone. That's probably a good little tool to practice with, right? <laughs> oh yeah, baby. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've sent this video out a lot. I don't know how many times you've, if you've watched it at all, you maybe haven't watched it. Cause I think the reality is a lot of times I send out videos and most people, I used to be able to see how many clicks on my old emails when I use MailChimp. Um, and I slowly stopped sending out videos cause I'm like, I'm getting like, like seven clicks out of my 130 emails. So, um, but maybe those seven people were really enjoying it. Um, but anyways, um, Inky Johnson is a football player for Tennessee. Um, and he's a motivational speaker now. And I think it's, um, amazing, but, um, I think he's a great dude, but, um, his line from this video that I'll send out with this email is it's about learning to work from the inside out in life and not the outside in. When you work from the inside out in life, you understand your why you understand your how, and you understand your what, um, and, um, really just thinking about like what, not only with running, but like with anything in life, what is it that's truly motivating you and try to make that something that's intrinsic. Um, and cause the cliche thing is like, when things get tough, like practice getting postponed, right? Or meets getting canceled, right? Um, it's much easier to stay focused and stay motivated when it's intrinsic compared to if it's a little more extrinsic, right? Um, much easier to do by yourself too. So, um, and that's more lifelong um, too, okay? Um, so work on that, please. Um, and once again, that's more for you. It also gets me and have a little insight into you guys since we don't have the day-to-day -day talking that we normally do in the day-to-day check-in after workouts or races like we normally do. Okay. Um, coaches, anything to add to that before we move on? Cool. Um, so training for the week, I'm going to a little more detail than normal. Um, it's pretty simple at this point. Um, we're just kind of um, building that mileage back up. A lot of you guys are either starting or getting back into it. Um, after taking a break from the fall or taking a, a long break with playing soccer or other sports, right? Um, but um, I guess the key is keep focusing on being patient, okay? And not trying to do anything fancy right now. Um, we got a long six, seven months of sports in front of us. So just thinking um, not about maybe March or April or June right now, but just thinking about like doing um, the best you can each day in a simple way. So um, we're building mileage back up right now, and we're going to slowly start building the support um, that we'll use to like really focus on the races in March, um, April, May, June. Okay. Um, so once again, nothing fancy, but some good stuff in there. So drills, we're doing drills a lot now, and I want you really getting a routine of doing these. Okay. Um, do these before strides, hill sprints, and workouts. Okay. Um, these work on form, increase the connection between like your brain and your body. Okay. So focus on doing them right. If you want to, um, the um, conditionings, we really went over that a lot. I am including a video with Harris in this email. Um, and Harris is really good at um, forum drills. This was made this spring, so you can watch that too. Okay, core. Um, I think doing this three days a week will be great after runs. Um, this works on hip mobility, hip strength. Okay, it's good injury prevention and just makes you more efficient. Okay, um, I have a link to the plan. Okay, you can pick which week you want to do depending on how well you've been doing it or how much you've been doing it. Monday and Friday, I have day one, Tuesday, day two. 
Um, well, I might have a video with that too. Um, we'll see if I can link that of Farha doing it. Um, and then hill sprints, I think I have on the schedule for Monday. Hill sprints, these are just eight seconds long. Um, they should be done at the end of the run, okay? When doing these, make sure your hips are tucked in and you're really pushing off the ground, really driving those knees up, driving those arms. Um, and when you're on the ground, you're not on the ground for long. And hills kind of force you to do that anyways, but it's good to think about that, like pop, 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 okay? Um, make sure you're staying relaxed, not straining at all, okay? Um, and these are doing a few things for you. Um, they're kind of like a poor man's weightlifting, um, really working those lower legs, working those hips, working those muscles, okay? Um, so and with that, it increases strength and is an injury prevention thing. But the big thing too, especially when we start doing these after workouts, when you're already tired, like weightlifting does is they um, kind of use muscle fibers that you normally don't use, which allows you to increase the pool of muscle fibers that you grab onto or use, um, especially late in a race. So that's an important thing too. Um, if you're running at the school, the hurdles, some hurdles should be set up. I mean, I have like 10 hurdle stations, right? Um, so doing hurdles one or two days after a run would be a good thing to do. Uh, if you're not at the school, if you can't get to the school, that's fine, but that's always a good addition, okay? Um, a lot of this stuff, like if you're thinking about a recipe, this isn't like the meat. Um, maybe this isn't the rice or the grains, but it's like maybe like the salt and pepper or the hot sauce, you know? Um, so like not necessary, like maybe running every day is a workout is right in terms of getting you to the next level, but um, kind of takes you over to the next level, right? And um, makes it even better, right? Um, workouts, um, we got two main workouts this week. Okay. Um, some of you might be in a slightly different place, but, um, overall, these are all pretty similar. Um, just a general reminder, and we talk about this a lot, um, day to day, but like each workout isn't a test of your mental fitness, um, or uh, of your mental capacity or your like fitness, right? Like we're not, um, like, I don't know. I think a lot of people, especially when they're used to other sports, they're used to like, I got to prove myself each day in a workout. And like, if I have anything left after a workout, I didn't achieve the goal of the workout. And that can be farther from the truth with running. Um, each workout is serving a different purpose. It's hitting a different, different like energy system. Like it has a different goal. And to be honest, I sometimes get frustrated as a coach because if you go too fast, you're kind of defeating the purpose of the workout. And it's not the piece of the puzzle that we want at that point of the year or that part of the cycle. Um, so like, I guess my point is like, these shouldn't be that, that challenging. And that's by design. If they are, I just want you kind of to slow down. Um, so I've given some of you guys paces and stuff like that. So um, if you feel like these paces aren't achieving the efforts that I'm describing here or in the email, um, just slow down and know you're getting the right effort in, right? Um, and you're accomplishing the goal of the day. Um, so um, yeah, just keep reminding yourself that um, this is a long-term sport. It teaches patience and teaches dedication, teaches discipline, right? Um, but um, you're not going to be a great runner from one great workout right? That's not how it works, right? And you guys have that been in this sport for a while. No, sometimes like one great workout can push you over the edge and be a bad thing compared to like one great workout, like really making you a better runner, right? So keeping that in mind, especially, especially when it's this early in the season and you're by yourself without people around and without coaches watching. Like I'd much rather um, kind of be on the um, side of like caution and like um, kind of being a little more conservative then. Um, seeing you guys like, hey, coach, I just ripped three miles as fast as I could, and I'm awesome right now. Like, I don't want that right now at all. Okay. Um, so, workout number one, we're kind of introducing like 8K, 10K um, effort or CV um, if you're a 10 man dude. Um, but basically, this is just strong aerobic work. Okay. And it shouldn't take everything out of you. It should allow you to recover faster. And then something that's really straining. 
um, but still get a lot of benefit on it. It's working like all different levels of the aerobic system and just makes you a stronger, um, better runner. So we're gonna do this consistently throughout the year. Okay, and this is huge in building support for the faster paces that we do um, for race specific stuff and when actually racing. Okay, um, so once again, you can run faster than this. I know you can, especially because this is our first time doing this. The volume is going to be a little lower and the reps might be a little shorter than normal. Uh, but that's not the purpose of the workout. The purpose of the workout is to build the support when we do the longer reps. So our body's used to it and our mind's used to it. And we're um, just kind of working our way into it. Okay, um, so once again, I've given some of you paces. If it feels like man coach, this is not is much faster than 5k pace. Like I could never hold this for 15 minutes and slow down and be okay with it. And maybe put in your plan that like, Hey, I went a little slow today, but I still achieve the goal. Okay. Um, workout number two, this should be easy. 150s, basically long strides. Okay. And these aren't fast 150s. Okay. Um, this is the first time we're doing this all year for most of you. Okay. So I'm kind of you starting out like around two mile pace, maybe a little bit fast, slower, and then working down to like slightly faster, than mile pace. So like not even probably to 800 meter pace. Okay. And these are short 150 meter jog back. If you're doing multiple sets, 400 meter jog in between. Okay. Once again, focus on good form glutes tucked in quick, quick stride. Okay. Feet landing underneath you. Okay. Staying relaxed. Okay. Um, and really focusing on that. And once again, the goal is to hit the paces because once again, this is um, building support that we're going to build off later in the year. Um, when we're doing longer reps at this more race specific stuff, and it will actually be hard. So the more we get our body used to running at this pace, the more we're going to be efficient at this pace, um, the better we'll, and more prepared we'll be for those um, longer reps or races in itself. Okay. Any questions with those? Um, and so, so for each, if, if we're doing like multiple sets of the 150s. Yeah. Going from the higher time to the lower time. Yeah. Time thanks. Thanks, Austin. Yeah. So each, each set restarts um, at the slower time and works down to the faster time. Okay. So the fastest one should be the last one of each set, right? And the slowest one should be the first ones of each set. Okay, the second time might naturally be a tiny bit faster and that's okay, but I don't want you thinking like this set has to be much faster than the other one. Once again, because that's not the goal of the workout. Um, if you guys can't get to a track, um, which is a lot of you probably, and you can't measure anything, um, let me know and, or you guys can be creative and like change to, I'm telling you the efforts of the workout here, right? And just change to seconds. So if like I'm giving you times of like 34 down to 31 for the 150s, um, then just do like 34 second reps down to 31 second reps at like two miles down to mile effort, right? Um, and at this time of the year, we really don't know your fitness level because we haven't done a time trial in a while, right? That was the purpose of we were going to do that this week. So like it's almost better to do it that way anyways, because then um, anytime I give you is kind of arbitrary at this point anyways, it's me just estimating, right? Okay. Um, and then rolling, stretching, foot only, ankle mobility. Um, this is so, so, so important and keeping you healthy and keeping you feeling good and recovering after each run. Okay. Super important. Do not forget those things, y'all. Yeah, please, please, please. Sometimes we just brush over them, but they could be more important than the run. If you don't stretch, you don't roll, you can get hurt. And then you'll be stuck in a bike on the ice on Tuesday night because you can't run like the rest of us. Yeah. Um, and like the more and more, um, not the more and more, but like when um, one of you guys sadly has to go to PT or something like that, um, they give you more specific, but they're giving you like ankle and foot mobility exercises most of the time. Right. Um, and that's kind of the key to like keeping you healthy is having um, that mobility and flexibility. So we went over that a lot of conditioning. 
you have questions with that, let me ask me. Or you can just like literally do what I do and just watch YouTube videos until you feel comfortable about it. Because there's lots of physical therapists out there. Um, it's not like I went to school for um, ankle mobility. I literally was like, heard enough PT people talk about it or enough of my athletes talk about it. I was like, I need to go watch some videos on this. I'm going to read some stuff about it. So um, you guys have that power too. Okay. Um, cool, cool, cool. So, um, oh, and then I included a link for the warm up plan for, and this is the warm up plan we use for all races um, and all workouts. We kind of made this flip two and a half years ago, basically, that like, um, we're going to start doing this for everything. And so like, I have the plan. This is for like races slash for um, the senior boys I graduated last year um, that always seemed like they took forever to work out and they like follow this plan to a T. A lot of you guys condense it, which is fine with me. So like um, it's an hour long warm-up plan. Um, but some of you guys are like, yo, co, I got a life, right? So like if you do it in 40 minutes, that's also doable with the warm-up and like all that. So like, um, yeah, it was, it was always funny trying to, and they always had the longest workout too. Sorry, some of the guys are still on the team, Steve-O and Joe, but like, um, it just like led to like, they were really, they did everything right, right? They did all the small we, things. We had a couple kids finishing their workout before the top group would start their workout. Yeah. It, they were that on it about everything. It was, it was very impressive. Yeah, and they were on that with the lifting, with the rolling, the stretching. So um, yeah, practice got a little longer with each season with those guys, which I loved. Um, luckily, um, I didn't have... Um, a family to come home to because I'm um that might have had to change right so um but um anyways well that's all I got um and once again guys um I don't know I think this could be something you could look forward to each day once again it's not best case scenario obviously but I don't think anyone in the world is living best case scenario right now right um so how can you make this your best case scenario with the situation we have right um, um how can we be a little more like Ted Lasso right guidance um so Great TV show. Um, I got a, a message from Cassie this morning. Be like, you should watch this TV show. It's really good. And I've literally watched nine episodes while doing all you guys training plans and doing all this work today. So, um, yeah, I told my parents about it. They're like, I thought you're just doing work down there. I'm like, well, I'm doing work and watching nine episodes of a TV show, obviously. And I watched this really over the top cheesy, but I enjoyed it movie called safety on Disney plus. Um, 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 it's about this Clemson football team. I don't know. It feels like it's a recruiting violation to me, making a whole movie about the Clemson football team, but it's not, it's um, Terry Bowden. So it's not um, Davo. So it's like, uh, it's like uh, the blind side. Yeah. The Michael Orr story, or it was, was it Mississippi state? Uh, it was Ole just Miss. one big, it was just one big thing for Miss, or Ole Miss. Or Miss but this is all like on the Clemson facilities. Obviously it's not the newest facility. Cause that would be like really over the top. They're showing If you on it, have some fun. Look up the Clemson practice facility on YouTube and be like, oh. Um, they got track and field and cross country. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> they got a bowling alley in their football practice facility. Uh, but um, anyways, they, um, yeah, I don't know. And they like, it's just like they showed their um, intro to the football stadium and everything like that, which is like one of the most famous in college football. I don't know. They like really dramatized the Clemson football scene, which seems like they don't need help with that right now. Right. Um, how about them Hokies too, right? So are we still recording? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was only running specific. I'm sorry. I can't. can't the basketball so. team lost last week. <laughs> yeah, by a lot to Penn State. Uh, question if you're listening to this. Uh, at least y'all can play. At least y'all can play. Did you guys see that there's like some Twitter uh, stuff going on between the Tech and UVA players? 
not really proud of like what the tech stuff was doing. Have you looked this up? It's tough. Look up like Charles Snowden because I guess he talked crap about them not being able to play because of COVID earlier in the year. And then um, one of our guys, I don't, I don't know anything about tech football because I don't follow it because I don't have ACC network, right? Um, and I don't care as much as I used to. But one of our guys was really not a cool dude after the game too. So Twitter was blowing up with it. Charles Snowden was pretty outspoken in September when the game should have been played because UVA has been one of the best teams with handling COVID, like, like insanely yeah, good. And yeah. Tech was having a rough go of it. And he was like, hey, this is like, this is the beginning. Like, this stinks. Like, we were ready to play, and this is a big game, and you guys aren't ready. And some guy was like, no, like, we're ready any day. And he's like, well, actually, you're not ready every day. Like, the one day we're supposed to play, you can't play. And then y'all beat us. And they came back, and they were like, oh, we rocked you. And he's like, well. Well, he brought up his broken ankle. The, the yeah, tech player yeah. brought up his broken ankle, which isn't cool. <laughs> Did you read the article about um, Snowden? Like, he's actually getting some – press from all of college football being this like groundskeeper for UVA. Really? Like uh, someone who's stands up for social dude, justice. Right? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't. Um, and the dude, the dude on tech team, I think he's, I think he might be the, the center and his name's Brock. Just not a good look for the tech program. <laughs> hey. Sorry if you guys are fans of the Brock guy on um, tech's football team, but um, yeah. No, this is actually really rough in our household because my father's a big uh, Virginia oh, fan, yeah. but then my sister just came home from. And uh, she's probably like so all bought into little, it. Oh yeah. I mean, she's not like super bought into it, but it's a little rough. It's a little rough. Yeah, I love rivalry. I love it so much. Um, oh no, I maybe I shouldn't say this because this is, this is recorded. Maybe if this is practice. I would say it, but. Um, not say it. Come on, do it. <laughs> no, nah, man. Come on. Nah, say it. <laughs> Just say it. It's cool. Um, it's too gossipy. I'm not no, trying to gossip. No, come on, man. Come on. No, I'm not just trying to gossip. No, come on. No gossip. No gossip allowed. No gossip. All right, guys. Have a great week. Thanks, Go, everyone. Pats. Go, Pats.